truly ones that don't need a single introduction, we are thrilled to be joined by the two rock stars behind Era Sydney <laughs> pairing of Indie Dreams. You might know these ARIA-nominated gentlemen from their centre stage performances at Lost Paradise and Splendour in the Grass in Australia or Leeds and Reading Festival in the UK. You might have caught them at the sold-out headline shows across the UK and Greater Europe or you might have heard their viral Triple J Like A Version hit from just last month from their viral cover of Sophie Alice Baxter's Murder on the Dance Floor. My name is Darcy and I'm one of your 2024 executive producers here on The Hoist. And here today, I'm so truly, truly lucky to be joined to talk to you all about their single release, Velvet, off of their upcoming debut album, Prats and Pains. It is our pleasure to introduce the sensational Royal Otis. Woo! (laughs) Wow. I know, I know. <laughs> Did well. I have to do my like best. You guys are literally like my dream interviewer, and I'm just like worked on this really, really hard. And I was like, oh, have to get it right. Oh. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I feel like we've just oh, stepped but... into like a boxing ring or something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a match. It's just you two, you two. Yeah, <laughs> Without a doubt, people know who you are, but please introduce yourselves and your band to our listeners. How you doing? I'm Otis. And I'm Royal, and together we are Royal, Royal Otis. Otis. Whoa, who would have thought? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing, I love it. What do you guys play? Talk to me about your band. <sighs> I I play guitar mostly. Um on stage and do a little backing vocals just to make it sound a bit shitter for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I sing mostly and occasionally we'll do a bit of rhythm guitar on stage here and there. Perfect. And you guys are joined by, do you have like session musicians that make up the rest of the band or are they actually your band? Yeah, we've got we- two, two friends that have been playing with us since we started, since our first live show. They're, we do consider them the band. It's just we're we're kind of well. I am a bit of a control freak when we're in the studio, so it's like we try to do as much of the recording and playing of instruments that we can. So then we've got no one else to blame if it sounds shitty. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, that's completely fair. And what a massive year you guys have actually had. It must be like an insane energy coming into this year. Um, tell us your feelings about 2023 and give us the lowdown on your energy coming into this year. Oof. 2023 was was good. It was a blur. <laughs> In a word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a, it was a good blur. Like yeah. 2022, 2023 all felt like, like you can't pinpoint the like different shows or different moments sort of thing. It's like, you know, when we were in Scotland last year and it's like, no, that was the year before or something like that. Like it's just, it all seems like it was all in two months. Um, We're aging rapidly. (laughs) (laughs) It's like dog years, you know? No, of course. Of course. I feel like just because you guys are so busy, it must feel like it's going so quick, but also you do so much in those like quick spurts and it's like, how long was that yeah, yeah exactly. exactly and it has yeah, has yeah. not slowed down going into this year i'll tell you yeah. that much it's just, <laughs> if anything it's sped up now with aging 14 years a day it's brutal <laughs> but it's good 
but it's good brutal. <laughs> we good like brutal. it. We want to get on. <laughs> yeah, a good blur into a good brutal. Nice, nice. Look, there was so much success coming out of your singles, Sofa King, Kool-Aid, Going Kokomo, and I Want to Dance With You, holding the status of Triple J, number one most played track, as well as being the number eight most played artist on Triple J at the end of 2023. It's truly oh. so enigmatic. I mean, it's... It's amazing. Could you guys have predicted the success you were going to have coming into the start of 2023? God, no. Really? No. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> no? No. But, but, did, yes. you set out, did you set out to have like a big year or was it just more, okay, we're going to go into this year and see how things go kind of thing? I feel like we've just like constantly just been like, we just kept the ball rolling. So it was like, if we just keep doing things and keep writing songs and putting out songs keep like, moving. to see what happens and so that kind of I think followed up with well that yeah well it, the six not success but the wins came with just putting out all those yeah songs and just keep it keeping it moving yeah with those songs did you feel like they were going to be hits or you just kind of wrote them and you're like ah we'll see how this goes see how it goes yeah yeah oh, that's screw it out there you know <laughs> no I mean, amazing I wouldn't I wouldn't like I don't think we would want to work on a song for much, like work on it too much if we thought it was going to be like a, like it's got to be something we would want to listen to, you know? Mm. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's a key to artistry as well. Like if I can speak on a little bit of that, it's like why would an artist write something they wouldn't listen to themselves? I think it's such an important exactly. thing. Yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. You know, in this day and age when, you know, there's so many, so much music being churned out every single day, every single minute. Um, yeah, want to be yeah. something you want to be releasing something you're proud of, and I think you know, you guys yeah. definitely release that, right? Yeah, Most it's not like time. it's not like Johnny Depp, you know. <laughs> Apparently, Johnny Depp never watches any of his movies, and I'm like, Johnny Depp, you definitely do, dude. You're like permanently <laughs> Jack Sparrow now, as if you don't watch it. Yeah, that's so <laughs> true. <laughs> Look, the most important thing we're here to discuss today is a highly anticipated release of your debut album. Oh, my God. Prats and Pains. Congratulations, first of all. This is absolutely huge. How are you guys feeling about it all being finalised and ready to be released into the world? Keen to get it done. Keen to get it out there. Not long now. One sleep. Huge. Absolutely huge. It must feel feel surreal, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's like while everything's been happening so fast, it feels like the release of the album has been so slow. Okay. When did you guys start recording, like, all the songs for the album? When did you start, yeah, doing all that? A year ago we finished them, probably. One year In March, ago. last year. Yeah. So but, like, under... if, like, different songs in the album came from, like, different periods. Like, some were probably um... like, written two years before, three years or just a, depends on the song somewhere written in the moment. Yeah. 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 Did you have a hard time coming up with which songs made it onto the album or were you kind of, you know, pulling songs that just made up the album? What was the, what was that going into the album? There were a couple of, um, cause we did it in about three weeks, like the actual recording. And there were a couple of like, snags that we came across where it's like should we keep working on this one or focus on that one and I think 
it was hard to decide which ones to focus on. But then after that, it's like the ones that we didn't so much focus on, they didn't make it onto the album. But that was only like two songs. And I think yeah. if we, we, we can still use those puppies whenever, yeah. you know. Yeah, maybe as single releases or for an EP or something like that. Exactly. Yeah, awesome. And you just put out Velvet. One of the single tracks from the album, huge ups, huge, huge ups. What can you tell us about? <laughs> um, that, well, we wrote, I think, in Byron, in Byron Bay, and we're just jamming together. And then and, uh, Dan, Dan Carey, who produced the album, his nephew drummed on it. He was like eleven at the time, I think. Yeah, he's, he's probably like twelve <laughs> now, but. Still, that's a, it's a big difference between 11 and 12 when you're that age. Yeah, that's like, true. And it, he killed it. He nailed yeah, it. Cool. He was so sick. We all just kind of, the recording was live. Like, we all just jammed it live. And Otis was on piano, which, which never really happens. Oh, it's happened before, actually, with Mount Warning. But, yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't think any of us knew what we were playing, which was cool. <laughs> Smacking with it. Um, it, was like, it was like, um, what's that like meditation sort of thing where you just like scream and just over and over oh, again? Yeah. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking uh, about. I don't know if it actually has a name, but it's definitely like I think a, it's a primal scream thing or something. You know? Yes, but primal it's, scream. It was like, it was like Is that, that where you just scream your hardest? Yeah. 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 Just keep just like, yeah, yeah. That's supposed to be you know have, have you guys ever done it? Um, Not by choice. Yeah. <laughs> I remember once I screamed really loud and then I felt a relief afterwards. <laughs> so maybe I should do it more often. <laughs> I reckon we should. Why don't we get organized down for coffee to have a primal screaming? Primal scream, yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> primal screaming. You kind of get, when we play shows, you kind of get that as well because. I'm sure yeah. Roy gets it because he's screaming. <laughs> yeah. he's <laughs> I love it. Um, you describe Velvet as the evolution of yet another failed endeavor. Tell us about that. <laughs> well, it's like the lyrics are just kind of like a. It sounds like a like the stages of a relationship that, and like a marriage that failed, like the last. The last line or like the last verse I think is like my baby says you need a lawyer, but my baby says you can't afford her and stuff. It's like yeah. yeah, I think it's just like failed marriages, but also just like every, everything, every sort of failure that you'd sort of try. Yeah. And it might fail, but try, try again. Super deep. Super deep. <laughs> I don't don't know if it was at the time, but that's <laughs> that's what we. I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna cry. Yeah, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> Look, your debut album Prats and Pains has produced credits from Grammy Award winning Dan Carey, as you mentioned before. What an absolute industry legend to have collaborated with. What inspires you guys most when it comes to creating music, and how do you feel that impacts you when working with big hitting names in the industry? Well. I'm inspired just to like I don't know, the process of it is such a like a, a roller coaster. So I just get in, it's like a like before we get in the studio, it's like oh what what's what's it gonna turn out like, at, by the end of the day. So I get inspired by that, but I also get inspired by other people's music. 
Yeah, who, working who, under pressure. The pressure yeah. sometimes helps. Yeah. yeah. Are you I guys like we find, always uh, find ourselves in a position of being under pressure? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like you do your best work under pressure, though. Like I do for sure. Yeah, like yeah. fight or flight kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've got no option, right? Because you've left it to the last minute, or you know, you're working under pressure. That it's like, okay, I have to get this done now. <laughs> yeah, I think also because like Dan Carey, originally we were so intimidated by him because like we love his work and stuff, and all the other bands he'd worked with, we we were like kind of not comparing ourselves to them, but being like should we even be doing this yet sort of thing? Or maybe, I, I, I don't know, we had the confidence, but I think being like, okay, we need to make something that's his level sort of thing rather than just being like, it's just something that we think is fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, that pushed us a little bit yeah. to more pressure, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Look, the hoist loves local artists and we're keen to hear here who you think we need to keep an eye on in the industry is there anyone any bands that are circulating that you guys think oh we should watch out for them Lashiv. Yeah. Lashiv. Lashiv. yep yeah yeah l-e-s-h-i-v yep and um or done supports with them or would be keen to they're supporting in brisbane and gold coast perfect yeah. Um, salary men as well. They, I mean, yeah. they've they've been about for a little bit now, but they're um, there's someone to look out for, I think too. Yeah. All right. Radio Free Alice. Oh, Radio I Free love, Alice. I love them so much. They're awesome. Oh, really? I, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm a massive fan of Radio Free Alice for sure. Dude, they have a really interesting sound. Yeah, we. I went and watched them the other week in yep. Sydney. On my, yeah. on one of our few nights off, and yeah, I think they're supporting us supporting a couple of shows in Melbourne. Yeah, that's awesome. Where can listeners yeah. find more info about your shows or find you on social media? Give yourselves a shameless plug right now. Royal um, Instagram, <laughs> Spotify, YouTube, website, music, <laughs> TikTok, Amazon. Um, um, <laughs> worldwide, worldwide, royal <laughs> prestige, <laughs> worldwide. <laughs> I love it. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure to chat to you boys today. Thank you so so much for your time on the hoist. Everyone's gonna absolutely love this. I know people are screaming, screaming, listening to this. Um, screaming. <laughs> Do you want to take us away with this latest track? Introduce it for us. <laughs> We're royal Otis, and this is our latest track. Velvet, bruh.